0: We got Houston Alexander joining us once again here on Pure Evil May. What's going on, champ? How you been? going
1: uh, on you uh, being evil
0: right now? No, I'm not being evil right now. I actually uh I got I my girl know. behind me.
1: Well,
0: I'm being evil because you can my dinner. Oh <laughs> <jam>. <laughs> I can't win this. <laughs> the funny part is like I just I got, got off the line with mayhem. mayhem. I, was I was trying got, to get, you, you know, the interview with Mayhem, mayhem Miller, and he he's irritating. I know, I will. I will. He'll he'll appreciate that as well. But, you know, it's been a couple of months since we last talked. I got a couple of things I really want to talk to you about because, you know, we usually talk about MMA, but right now, I was going down the Houston Alexander rabbit hole, and I want to start here. Hey, man, hey, hopefully you haven't dug too deep, because
1: I beat my (laughs) son up, because he was acting crazy.
0: No, no, no. Listen, I showed my girl. Uh, a video of you on this TV show called like Science uh, I forgot exactly what it was called but it was like about adrenaline where they actually had you do like a punch normally you getting like all stressed out doing the punch how did how did that come about in like uh, you know honestly in that time man that was a really serious thing to watch, sit down, like, see you tear up in that. Do fighters usually get like that beforehand, or is it better to, like, enter the cage more relaxed? Like, is that, like, a, a good uh, description of how things would be in a cage? Or Do well, you come think, out
1: you know, like I, that? I think uh, when, I, when I did it at the time, um, and, they, and they did the test, um, I think I think I was the way the way I was thinking because I never like to lose nobody nobody yeah. nobody in life likes to lose and then I, I think my will to not lose was stronger than any type of the adrenaline you know what I'm saying that, that you know and to me you know if you, if you if you have to take drugs you're cheating yeah I don't care what type of drugs it is you can you, you if, if you're taking drugs to advance yourself then you you're 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 not putting in the work so you might be putting in the work but you're trying to advance yourself by by using drugs so uh, I, I think man it would just it would just me having the will not to want to lose you feel what i'm saying
0: so what what was the difference between the natural adrenaline and when you did that last test like what, what was the difference there obviously there was a thousand pounds of pressure which is almost double of what a punch would be so then you look back at all the news stories of you know john jones and and everything like that i mean do you, can, do you think you would be able to reach that same height with more emotion, more drive, like we saw Walt Harris versus Overeem? I'm sure he felt a lot of adrenaline during that uh, fight. I, I, you know what, dog? I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, gonna tell you, I'm gonna be real with you. Okay. That uh, you know, uh, it,
1: the way the way I was feeling and, and the yeah, type of person I, I am, I was just I think it would have happened naturally for me because I'm not, you know, again, I was I was never it was the guy that used drugs, and um, when they when they stuck me with it, I felt a little bit of it. But uh, I could have hit that dummy harder if they would have actually had me uh, being in a position to where I could punch him. Because they had me in TV position.
0: Exactly. They didn't have me in fighter position. There's a the difference.
1: Fighter position, TV position. They had me in a TV position with my hand down. If I would have had my hand up, I would have got, probably got more uh, of a... Of, uh, uh, a poundage into the into the dummy if I ever had my hand up in the right position, but man, you know, again, I think I think it's it, that's, it, it's the will, our all, all, all of our wills to win, no matter what uh, position you are in.
0: So how hard would you punch me right now for interrupting dinner? I mean, how much? up It sounds like it. would it, <laughs> <laughs> probably be three thousand pounds of pressure oh, no. if you had to look in my. My, my potatoes, brother. With a choke slam too. With a choke <laughs> slam, I would have, yeah. Oh, man, I was, I'm, having a, I'm having a great dinner, man. If I can immediately really grab these potatoes for
1: granted.
0: Here's the only thing oh, I'm going to ask about MMA. What is the okay. highlight of your career? Throughout, throughout everything. What's like the moment that if somebody came up to you and was like, you know, I'm doing a third grade project about your yeah. story. What would be the story that you bring up? What's the most memorable moment of your career? Oh man, if you, 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 truthfully? If, yes, please. Uh. My phone just died. No. Houston, no. Houston, no. So classic. Hold on, I'm going to call him back right here. Alright, let me get this off the of screen. Not a good thing. Come on right now. Alright, so we just lost Houston. Earth Eartha Houston. And I got to find Messenger really quick. Because that is not a good thing as a journalist. Especially when you're interrupting dinner right now. Houston's already about to kill me. Mayhem's about to kill me. And those are two guys you do not want coming after you, I'll tell you that. I'm going to send... Uh, and my girlfriend's going to come after me in a minute, too. So I'm, I'm screwed, guys. I'm screwed. All right, let me give him a call. All right, we got this up on the screen. Hopefully, I'm not doxing them right now. How do I make a call? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right now. on Unreal. FaceTime video. All right. I'm going to do FaceTime audio, hopefully. All right, here we go. Calling Houston back. Either way, my phone's turning on right now. All right, so sorry about that, guys. We live, and this is just something We gotta get used to here in Purdyville, MA. So I was telling my girlfriend and my friends, we're gonna have to uh, make sure my phone's charged up. This just gives him a second to eat his potatoes. All right, hold on. All right, we calling chant back right now. Man, now they said 3,000 pounds of pressure, I think I might get 4,000 pounds of pressure. So let's call the champ back, Houston Alexander. Classic. My swing arm back. (laughs) Champ, it went from 3,000 pounds of pressure from a punch to 4,000 now I feel. Yeah, we're good. We're good now. We're good. Okay, well, it's not me. my is full of charger, man. Oh, my God. I'm about to get beat up by Houston, Alexander, and Mayhem oh, Miller. This... Uh, no, you're not going to get beat up because we do not any paid. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So l- l- let me ask you another question. Let's move on from uh, what yeah, we were just discussing. The where you were All right. We, we can do that, too. All right, so we were, we were literally just talking about the adrenaline. Let's go back to bizbang versus Anderson Silva. You remember that fight? Uh, I think at uh, O2 yeah. Arena. And Anderson Silva lands a knee as Michael's bizbang's mouth guard was out, and there has to be a null in action for them to be split up. Now, Michael Bisbang points to the ref and points to his mouthpiece. Anderson Silva, in that moment, lands that knee. He thinks he wants, he won the fight. Now, there's an adrenaline dump there. Can you explain to listeners what that must feel like and how how could you rebuild that after, you know, thinking you wanna fight? Like, what would that be like? You know, I, no, I still don't want to fight. know, in, in, in my eyes
1: and probably a whole bunch of other people's eyes that he won to fight because uh, I, I just don't understand how you can just stop things like that. You know, I understand those rules to the game, but I don't understand why you just stop. Like so I, I think he won. I, I think he won, and this thing, no, he won. But but come on man, it's, 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 you can watch it and then you don't even have to analyze the whole situation and and, and come to the realization what it was.
0: That was a huge career changing moment for Michael Bisbang and I was flipping out when that was going down. Didn't understand oh, what. Yeah, it's all good, and, man. And again, Bisping, you know, if, if the NBA uh, guys was in his favor, hey, Bisping was in his favor. Especially, it was his birthday. It was Michael Bisbang's uh oh, ad- shit! Come on o2 arena <laughs> yeah exactly so let me ask you this because this goes right into it one of your training partners you know anthony anthony smith for glover you know he he went through hell my girlfriend was having such a hard time watching that fight what was yeah. he experienced through that with adrenaline because i'm sure that's got to be really intense what would you uh what would you be feeling in those moments and do you think refer back to what Anthony said Anthony said that he was able
1: He was able to go he said that uh, uh, don't worry about my corner, don't yeah. worry about anything else, if I'm ready to go as a fighter I'm ready to go so I'm going to go with what Anthony said Anthony said that he was ready to go and that he was willing to, to, uh, to fight to the death a lot of people say all the time hey man I'm ready to fight to the death mm. so that young man decided
0: he wanted to fight to the death Guess what? He responded every time the rest wanted him to respond. He, he did. Responded. So you know what? Hey, you can't you can't get mad at that. If he if he didn't want to quit,
1: you know, fuck it. He's 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 paying those. He's paying his corner. He's I... paying the people around him. So if he tells this corner, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to fight. Unless you see this guy physically dying in the ring, you know, and you but you see him being, you know, I'm gonna go okay. with Anthony on that. I rather I rather finish it out on my
0: terms than, than, than uh, to, to worry about the corner. But see, that, that, that's coming from a fighter, though. You but, know, man, that, doesn't, that doesn't take away from the corner. But it's it just me just being a fighter, thinking fighter-wise. I've had plenty of conversations with fighters, and, and including my, my co-host, James McSweeney, who says, uh-huh. you know, the positions I've been in, if my corner says, James, you got to go out there or throw in the, the towel, he said, you better not do that. You know, yeah. th- this but, is but, up to uh, me. Uh, yeah, Exactly. Sitting, uh, on the like a bitch, then I would have like, okay,
1: throwing a town. But he was he wasn't sitting on the, on the ground, or, or he he wasn't sitting there like a bitch. You feel what I'm saying? He was he was he still was uh, uh, uh he still was was conscious of what he was doing.
0: And that's the thing. I was screaming that to my girlfriend at the time. She was like, "Why weren't they stopping this?" I was like, "He's intelligently defending himself still." and and we've seen fighters you know punch themselves out i th- i believe anthony was probably waiting for that to get back up so nah, i agree I just, I just, I, 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 he, he said what he said yeah. I'm going to the next question all right i got you all right this is this is completely off mma 1980 we're going back to omaha we're going back to the we're going back to the scribble crew the graffiti are you still doing that kind of stuff because i love graffiti no i didn't i didn't hear it what'd you say no, come on right now. Come on right now. I'm getting killed today, man. I'm getting killed oh, today man, over hey, here. Hey, you, you just got off the phone with Mayhem. Huh? You're treat me like a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have no idea. Mayhem caused so much stress right now for me. Oh, oh, oh so sorry, sorry. Okay, you know what? I'll bring it down a couple of napses. No, no, you, not if, you. If <laughs> Mayhem stressed you out, I'll be, I'll be the... the uh, Voice the, of you know, Reason. So you actually have, uh, you know, a long history outside of MMA, you know, yeah. with in o- Omaha, the Scribble Crew and Graffiti. That's something we haven't talked about yet. I never knew yeah. that about you before in the past with the hip-hop thing going on. I've seen you do the dancing thing on YouTube. Uh, go well, back to all the... right, we'll here. Let me Let me check you on, your, on that right there because
1: uh, the dancing, the, the, the art, and then all the other things that, that surround hip-hop is all the same thing. It's part of the culture. So, it's part of the same exact thing so i've never you knew about it but you just never you never asked me about that particular subject so it's all it's all the same thing man. it's just a different uh segue to that the culture so now we can talk about the art part that I used to do all
0: right or so I still do because i still paint so we, we've talked about, you know, growing up in certain areas and stuff like that. And I love yeah. driving on the CD, seeing new graffiti, seeing, uh, you know, landmarks that are around there. Uh, yeah. uh, apparently, there's still some artwork that you have up around. Uh, was it in it was in Omaha, correct? Yeah, well, I've done a couple of, porch, uh, uh,
1: of studios inside. So, you know, there's a few studios before before this. Uh, I did an MMA jam maybe a month ago. So there, there's, a, there's, a, you know, if, if it's inside, I usually uh, do it. I've done a lot of it, but it doesn't matter uh, whether it was inside or outside. I'm still doing it, man. As long as, as long as people commission me to do it, I do it.
0: You know, explain the difference between the era back then, because you were still involved in, in the hip-hop scene. You still are. You're still DJing. Yeah, I'm still involved. Yeah, I'm still DJing. All, yeah, all the elements of hip-hop I'm still involved with. In. What are the biggest differences that you're seeing now with, you know, successful artists in that genre compared to when you were growing up and the excitement and motivation that you felt? What are you seeing now? Is it uh, motivational or is it kind of sad to see? How, how do you feel about No, 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 no. It's all, it's
1: all the same. But except for we have the number one genre genre of music in the world right now, you know the uh, the, the rappers is the, the the number one genre of music versus country or versus rock, in which black people already have been in anyway. But well, that's another subject. But but all, it's all the same to me. But but back then it was just fresh to see the the uh, the culture blow up the way it did. You know what I'm saying? Because we knew we a hey, us guys who. We're well, in, the, in the culture back then, knew the potential that they had in 2020. So we, we wasn't worried about it because we saw we, we saw how it was going to expand. But what I don't like is I don't like people taking advantage of the culture. And if you're taking advantage of the culture and you're just use that. using the culture to, to get ahead, then, then you're a bitch. But if you, if you respect the culture then you're, and you're making money from it, then I respect you as a person.
0: So I, uh, what I'm guessing that you're referring to there is the whole Takashi thing, am I right with that? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care about, you know, I, you know, he,
1: he's a, he, he's another
0: piece of the puzzle,
1: dog. So i rather I yeah. not talk about
0: him. I feel it. Are these the same things that you're teaching at the Houston Alexander Foundation, the uh, HAF, or like? Wh- yeah,
1: when, 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 when we do the foundation thing, we're going inside the schools and we're teaching the kids about the, uh, the and how the coach got started. So, we you know, with that being said, you know, you you won't see anything about an individual person. You will see as uh, how it came together as a whole. So we're we're teaching the culture as a whole, and uh, and then because a lot of kids don't know anything about the culture in the first place, all they know is, is rap. They don't know anything about the dancing or, or the DJing or anything like
0: that. So we're, our job is to going and teach the kids about the culture as a whole. Well, right now with the quarantine going on, like, are are there any documentaries that you think does justice for the point you're trying to make with uh, everything you're motivated by and trying to teach to others that people can check out right now? Or do you have a video? There's a Netflix documentary
1: where where there's, and I I keep forgetting the name of the documentary, but it's a a documentary on hip hop that teaches, uh, it it goes from, from era to era, city to city. And how, how hip hop developed all, all across the country, than the world. So you know, Netflix always has a whole bunch of documentaries that are pretty helpful. You know, I stress it. There's a there's a a tattoo. there's a tattoo um, documentary about about hip hop. Uh, so so there's a lot of uh, hip hop documentaries on, on Netflix that help you get caught up to the culture. Just in case you're you're you don't know what the hell's going on.
0: So if I'm a clean white slate right now, what would you say would be some artists to check out? Because I'm trying to listen to new music. I'm sure there's a lot of people have a lot of free time on their hand right now. What were I some of your what favorites? Type of, what type of artists? I mean, you know, growing up when you're doing the graffiti thing, what well, were those? As far as, far as, as, far, no, as, far as rap? Or what artists are you talking about? Uh, rap, hip-hop, country, oh, no, 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 anything. No. So you keep saying rap and hip-hop. Hip-hop is the culture. Rap is the element in the culture. So there's different styles of rap, but there's not different styles of hip hop. So when you say, "Oh, different styles
1: of rap music," yes, but when you talk about hip hop, you're talking about the whole overall culture. You explain, know what
0: I'm explain the difference between those two, because that's that's really interesting okay, that you well, the said that. hip hop culture is
1: the culture in itself. Beatboxing,
0: rapping, okay. DJing, b-boying, popping, locking—that's
1: all part of the hip hop culture. Rap has different genres so if you want to do porno rap you can do porno rap if you want to do country rap you can do country rap if you want to do bluegrass rap you can do all that shit but it's different
0: styles of rap music not different styles of hip-hop okay
1: okay people sometimes you have had people refer to hip-hop in rap because because they're they're, they're thinking about going back to the original essence of hip-hop and so that you know and which is wrong to bring up to people who don't know nothing about rap music. Yeah. Rap music has different types of rap music, different regions of rap music, different styles. So when you say, hey, different," there's different styles of rap
0: music, it's different styles of rap music. So that's how we will break it down to your listeners. So honestly, with you doing the whole DJing thing right now, what are you exactly doing? Are you doing? Is it like a pod? Because I've seen your podcast. You started. Well, the are, podcast is just an individual thing that I do for artists. Yeah. Or business people who are trying to put you know put their information out
1: there. So because of my, it's, a it's a community podcast, to where we we're trying to, to trying to have people in the community uh, let everybody know what they're doing. So you know if you're not doing anything in your community, but being a fucking. Uh, uh, a and not really, 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 then that's, a, that's a different thing.
0: I see that a lot with you because you're doing more than just DJing. You're doing more than just, you know, you know, training at a gym. You're actually going out, and I, I saw you on something called Omaha Live, like where you're where you're doing <laughs> like these funny skits. How did you get involved with that? Because I feel like you're such a good actor; you should be in a ton of movies. <laughs> like I saw one; it was called "A uh, Birding" with Houston Alexander. Can you explain that? Oh, yeah, well, uh, I need you to repeat this because
1: uh, I'm sitting here with someone that know has to know, and I'm a
0: good actor, right? Yes, really Thank good. You. So, but no, it's, it's just a, a a
1: sketch comedy that we were doing in Omaha, uh, and it's it's almost like a Saturday Night Live. As a matter of fact, it came on after Saturday Night Live. And uh, we know we had uh, Matt Tompkins, who was uh, the originator of it. We just wanted to do skits, and uh, and, and they uh, came to our gym one day, and I, and I was I was part of a skit, and I decided to want to do more with them. So you know, it just it's just it's just thinking outside of the box and doing and doing things outside of the box. Especially after I was doing, I, I did the thing uh, with Key and Phil.
0: So oh. uh, you know, it, 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 it was cool to do something. Uh, reflective of key, the key and the Ken Peel thing. Okay, so that that's actually another question on my notepad here. The Key and Peel relationship, uh I, I saw you thumb wrestling. I thought I saw you uh taking punches from them. How did how did the, this relationship start with uh key and well, Peel the, and you? Well, now, one of one of the guys that got in touch with me on, on Twitter and asked me if I
1: wanted to do a sketch? I'm like, mm, you know, well, let me think about this. How about yes?
0: Because <laughs> i w I've been a fan of the key and Peel ever since they was on Mad TV. Yes. And, uh, wow. and it was just, uh, it, was, it was just, uh,
1: I just, I, I wanted to work with them. And it was, it was just cool that they wanted to work with me because Terry Crews, who was supposed to have my part, wasn't available. So they, they asked me to do it. So man, I, I, I was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. And so they flew me out to LA and I ended up doing uh, their the last show on on on, on Comedy Central.
0: So literally, that relationship with Key and Peele, having relationship like for my journalist career, it's about knowing people. Where where did you yeah. leave off with them now? Like, are you know, he, they're doing movies. Man, I'm they're I'm doing saying, us. Yeah, I, I told those guys when I was sitting there at the table. Guys, I, I was like, "Hey,
1: yeah, boy, I, I was told they were going to be doing movies. So I'm like, yo, we got to hook your boy up, but I'm just, yeah. you know, you got to be out there in Hollywood for all that to happen. Yeah. But, um. No, they were told so they we're going to be doing the get out movie and all these other movies are right there but I just don't you know again you got, I'm in Omaha so you, I guess you got to be out there and, and then do the auditions just like, like everybody else out there in LA when I was out there in LA I'm in, LA, I'm in Omaha so um, the relationship the relationship is still there but whenever
0: they need me man you know of course I, I'll be there And I don't mean to rewind, but I think you would be perfect on a TV show in Omaha like you're doing, but on a bigger scale for like children, because you have that personality where it's like intimidating, but you're friendly. And that guy was just the perfect host. I saw the pumpkin carving one, the birding one. I saw a couple of them. You're really good with that. I'm surprised, you know, uh, it hasn't picked up. Is that something that you enjoyed as a kid, that kind of uh, content? No, man, you know, again, you know uh, know
1: how... Uh, you know, uh, you know, black people joke around all the time, and we all we all joke around all the time, and 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 it's, I don't know. Culturally, it's probably the same, but you know, we always bagging on each other, and always it, it, it was just a natural progression, man. So, so, when, and all they had to do was just tell me what I had to do, and just keep it moving. So, Matt, Matt Tompkins and his brother Ben Tompkins are are, are good, so yeah, it, it just worked out for me, man. Just helped me help me
0: grow as an artist. So I have one more question for you and then something for you to leave everybody with. Uh, what, no, it's all good. It's you, all good, man. What is your favorite moment from your career? We we were talking about that. Do you have any stories about, you know, training? Do you have any stories about backstage things? Last time we were talking about Kimbo. Do you, do you have any other stories uh, no that, man, that stand no out to you? I bring peace to Kimbo really?
1: and shout out to his family, man. You know what I'm saying? that's, that's hard to lose somebody, especially that, that, that young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, let me say if I can think about a moment, um, a moment that was, that was, you know, the, of course, the Jordan moment was cool.
0: Oh yeah, UFC seventy one. But 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 a lot of people don't
1: understand that, You know, before you get to UFC, uh, you know, there's all these things you have to do before you get there. You have to put in some work. And I think uh, one of the times when I when I was in Des Moines, Iowa, um, and, and uh, there was a a guy who was damn near three hundred some something pounds. Uh, and and, I, and I, I just remember being in a ring with this guy and picking this guy up and slamming this guy so hard, I broke. We broke the middle of the
0: ring. Wow. So yeah, and and if they had YouTube back then, it would probably go
1: viral, uh, twice over. But they didn't have YouTube back then. So, but uh, you know, but, but all you know what? All the fights that that brought me up to the point where the the UFC point was pretty cool. So, but that particular one, when I when I, I slammed that guy on his neck, the 300-pound guy on his neck, I said, well, I actually, got suit flexed. Almost uh, like uh, the monster did, uh, 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 what, what was in Pride? When the, when the monster got there in, inducted to the Hall of Fame recently.
0: Yep. yep.
1: And uh, I think he, he uh, when, uh, the guy he, he fought at the time in Pride, where he, he slammed him on his neck before he lost.
0: He, he he slammed Fedor. He slammed Fedor. Yeah, he slammed Fedor and so so I slammed a guy just like that in the ring, but the ring broke. Wow. He was, big.
1: he was too big. And uh and if anybody tried to dispute that, you can ask the production team that was that was in in uh the mornings at the time that watched it. So I mean there's a whole bunch of stories
0: like that, man, but I mean it, Kevin Randleman, I mean, what what stands out to you when when, when that name's brought up, Kevin Randleman, because I think the UFC did a great piece. I mean, uh, Wow.
1: I, I trained with him uh, uh, a couple of years. I think maybe maybe a little, bit in old, uh, a little before nine He was at, he was in the UFC gym, and we both we both were uh, in the same ring together. We had, we had sparred like a couple of rounds, and then that, that was it. But I, all I can remember is like, God damn, this is a big fucking guy.
0: So do you did you? This, this guy has shoulders the, the size of mountain did you see the the kindness in them? Like they were bringing out? Cause I think yeah, that's really important it's, 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 it's to show people. you know, most, most MMA guys, I'm gonna give you 95 percent. of Most MMA guys are respectful. Yeah. You know, Why? Because they have discipline. If you have discipline, it means that that, that, that most people are are really good people. So you no, know, he was a good
1: guy, man. And, and he and the shots of his family and they you know his kids and and all the people that surround him. He was a good guy, man. He was 100. Was a good guy and I'm glad I got a chance to meet the guy and when, when, I, when I heard that he passed I was, I
0: was really disappointed you know and, and it happens it just happens yeah I mean it, it gave me the chills when I was watching that so thank you for sharing that story because I feel no, like it's man, really I'm important Kevin, Kevin is a good guy man real good guy it's, it's important to share those kind of stories to show people that like you're seeing these people on TV but they're actually really nice people like you were saying about Kimbo backstage yeah. great guy yeah Kimbo Kimbo good guy Story with Kimbo. Okay, I love the, that. The day Kimbo and I were gonna fight, it was the day before. He had, man, he had like
1: 30 people with him. And uh, I remember kind of passing him up in the hallway, and I just remember because I don't have a lot of people with me, I, I was by myself. I remember going up to him, and uh, you know, it, all his people were like, oh shit, this dude trying to come up to Kimbo. And I was like, yo, I just want to talk to Kimbo. And they let me. And he saw me, and, and and told me to come through. And I just told him to do it. I was, you know, I respect you and your family, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, you know, then we fought the next day. But you know, he, you know, we talked, we talked right before the fight. And he was cool, you know, he's he a family man. And the same, it was so it was cool, man. So, but it, that that was what the the last moment I had spoken like that.
0: Houston, I want to thank you so much. Uh, we're going to let you go with this. What have you been doing during this quarantine? I, I know that everyone's locked down for fighters, for entertainers. Um, you know, Everyone's going through their thing, but it's a good time for an, to be an entertainer right now. So what, what, have, what have you been up to? Um, you
1: know, I, 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 of course I've been training people because uh, I, I got all, all of that equipment in my house because I, I kind of knew that something like this or anything like this could happen. So you always gotta be prepared. and That's one thing. So I I, I train in my house. I got mils, the, the, et etc. The whole nine. But uh, the, um, you, of course you you gotta you gotta follow regulations and try to kind of you know do the six foot apart thing and wear your mask out there. So you gotta be responsible in that way. But there's a lot of things. That, again, this, this 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 whole situation is real, man. With this with this uh this this rona. You know that, you know that's what black folks call it that rona. You don't want to get caught up in that rona, so mm-hmm. you know, hey, do you know, do what we have to do for this this whole thing to pass. If you if you're one of those people out there that that, that don't think this is real, you know, I had I had relatives pass in the past three weeks over over this virus. Is that real? So you know, it, it, what I've been doing is that I've been uh, trying to educate people. I've been trying to trying to uh, you know again I've been I've been training people, but you know, at a, at a at a at a safe safe. Part of it when I'm about the training people and uh and, and again just keeping things moving, man. You know, radio. I got a radio show coming up. Is it does is a, a, I podcast all night. So just so if you if you're if you're not active, then you're then
0: you're just sitting there and look like a plant. I agree. I agree. And I'm gonna I have plant, all those don't, links. I'm gonna be a plant. <laughs> I'm gonna be a plant after you and mayhem beat me up and bury me. That's what I'm. not getting paid. So unless we're getting paid. <laughs> And there's up All right, that that sounds good, uh, Houston. I want to thank you so much. You're a legend of the sport. I've always admired you, and I love what you've done after you know fighting, hanging up the belt, and everything that you stand for and everything that you teach. You're uh, you're you're a big asset to uh, not only mixed martial arts but the community and uh, a- anybody that you come in contact with. And for that, I want to thank you. And are uh,
1: you kiss my ass on
0: on your podcast? <laughs> hey there, there's only two people i i'll do that for my girl and whoever's on the show all right, all right everybody, hey, are you saying everybody like this? Are you cheating on me? no i mean ma- listen when, when mayhem was pressing me i was kind of uh backing up a little bit but i was just like uh, you know but we'll be talking to him in a little bit houston thank you so much stay safe and i'll have all the links for your podcast down below and, and some of the things that we spoke about as well down below for people to, to check you. out everybody check out the, the foundation page man you know and, and
1: and, uh, you know, because are doing a lot of good things for the schools. And uh, taking care of the kids. And make, and make sure everyone be safe, okay?
0: All right. God bless, champ. Hey, 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 hey. You will never guess who's sitting here with me. Who? The East <laughs> Oh, you passed. <best. laughs> and there's Houston Alexander for you guys. I just got, got him. He got, got him. I'm getting roasted tonight. Uh, which means I'm all stressed out. Thank God I have a girlfriend. I got rats running around here. I got mayhem driving me nuts. I gotta wait uh, another hour and a half for him. So uh, that does it for this interview with Houston Alexander. Stay tuned for Mayhem Miller coming up in just a little bit. I had to erase some of the questions that I had for him. We're just gonna have a, a natural conversation. Don't ever want to run into Houston Alexander or Mayhem Miller in a back alley, uh, alley, especially not this week because uh, I'm gonna get it. And with that. I'm Evil Ed from Pureval MMA. White Knuckles to the end. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. Behave yourselves.